We are irresistible. A community of practice in collective healing and social change. Because our commitment to justice and to our own lives is compelling, joyful, and irresistible. Together, we celebrate the many traditions of movement leaders, cultural workers, and spiritual teachers who remind us to embody the liberation we are pursuing and who show us that our movements for justice can and must be expansive, vibrant, and alive because we are so much more than resistance. We are irresistible. Hey everyone, I'm Kate. Welcome to Irresistible, which is a podcast formerly known as Healing Justice. Each week we share a conversation or an audio practice to support your healing and commitment to social justice. Last week's episode was a conversation between Kazu Haga and Carlos Saavedra, talking about Kazu's new book, Healing Resistance, A Radically Different Response to Harm. It's all about Kingian nonviolence, committing ourselves to building the beloved community, stories of restorative justice and reconciliation. And it's a real call to tactical discipline as well as spiritual rigor during these times. So I highly recommend going back and listening to that episode as well as ordering the book. You can participate in book club with us, studying for the next two months by reading this book together by visiting irresistible.org slash book club to learn more. There are discount codes there to buy the book and all sorts of good things. So check it out. So this practice is a meta meditation that Kazu recorded for us in December, 2019. I love this practice. I so appreciate the framing that he offers and I'm so grateful for Kazu's leadership um, in these trying times. So let's practice together. Here's Kazu. Hey, this is Kazu Haga, author of the book, Healing Resistance, A Radically Different Response to Harm. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between myself and my friend Carlos Saavedra in the last episode of this podcast, where we spent some time exploring concepts like nonviolence, fierce vulnerability, and this idea of building movements that foster both the spirit of healing and resistance. One theme in our conversation, for those of you that got a chance to listen to it, was this desire that was shared by both Carlos and I to be real about the scale of violence that our world is witnessing today. And to be part of a movement that can have an appropriate level of nonviolent response to that escalated level of violence. One thing that I shared is that in my experience in many movement spaces, I've seen that the more we escalate our tactics of nonviolent resistance, we also tend to escalate with it this binary us versus them worldview. And that the more radical our tactics become, the more we tend to lose our commitment to healing to holding the dignity of all people, and to this unwavering faith in concepts like interdependence and collective liberation. And to me, concepts like interdependence and collective liberation is what is at the heart of a worldview of nonviolence, that deepening in our understanding that people are not the enemy, that people are never the enemy, that violence and separation itself is the enemy that we're trying to quote-unquote defeat. And holding the dignity of those that we may disagree with 
And honoring the humanity of those that may be causing harm to us or to our communities is a practice. And like any practice, if we're not engaged in it on a regular basis, it becomes really difficult, if not impossible, to build up those muscles and to be able to use them in real life conflicts. And so I'd like to invite everyone to engage in a, in a small practice of nonviolence, something grounded in the Buddhist practice of metta meditation. Metta is a Pali word that's oftentimes translated as loving kindness or universal goodwill. And it's similar to the Greek concept of agape love, which Dr. King oftentimes referenced in his teachings about nonviolence. And it's a practice that can be done anywhere by anybody. All you really need is a few minutes just to sit down or lay down without getting distracted. Uh, we'll practice cultivating this metta for someone that you deeply love, someone who you have neutral feelings about, and someone with whom you may be in a small minor conflict with. So you may want to silence your phone, go into a quiet room, or maybe just close your eyes and take a mental pause just to transition yourself from your busy day into a space of intentional practice. So find a position that feels comfortable and stable, and we'll begin by bringing gentle awareness to our own breath, closing your eyes if that feels supportive, or just leaving a gentle gaze at the ground in front of you. And without trying to control your breath in any way, just notice how it is that your body is naturally breathing in this exact moment. Are you taking deep, slow breaths? Or maybe your breaths are short and shallow? There's no right way or wrong way. Just notice what's naturally occurring in your body. Just following your breath as the air cycles throughout your entire body and trying to be fully aware in each moment where you are in your breath. In this exact moment, are you inhaling or exhaling? Or perhaps you're at the very top of your breath, taking a momentary pause before transitioning from your exhale into your inhale. How do you know in this moment where you are in your cycle of breath. Can you feel the rise and fall of your chest? Or maybe the cool air coming in through your nostrils and out again? Do you notice the expansion and contraction of your belly that comes with each breath? What do you notice in your body that lets you know that you're breathing in this exact moment? Just trying to bring all of our minds attention to that ongoing continuous cycle of breath. Knowing that that breath and those movements in your body, that sensation of air flowing through you has always been there, even before you sat down and brought conscious awareness to it. And using that awareness to try to settle into your body, feeling the weight of your body against the chair or against the ground, Noticing where your body comes into contact with the earth. And as you begin to feel settled, bring into your mind's eye a being that for you represents unconditional love. Perhaps it's a child, a dear friend, a parent or grandparent, or perhaps it's an animal companion of some sort. Just a being that fills your heart easily with joy. Trying to imagine that being sitting in front of you now. Trying to picture them looking back at you with their loving eyes. 
really trying to imagine their presence. What color is their hair? What are they wearing? How are they sitting? And as you begin to picture their presence, bring awareness to the love and the joy that may be present for you. What does that feel like? Where in your body do you feel it? Trying to bring all of your mind's focus into that space in your body and using your breath to spread that feeling throughout your entire body and allowing yourself to really sit in it, to bathe in that feeling. Feeling the deep gratitude for this brief moment of loving kindness. And again, as you picture that being sitting in front of you, picturing yourself looking at this being, repeating in your mind these words, may you be safe and protected from all harm. May you always remember your strength, your beauty and your resilience. May you find true peace and true happiness, healing and belonging. And may you be liberated from all forms of suffering. Briefly coming back to your own breath, following the natural pace of your breathing for a few cycles. And now bring to your mind's eye someone with whom you have a neutral relationship with. Someone who doesn't evoke strong emotions one way or another. That might be a friend or a colleague or maybe a distant relative that you haven't seen for a while. And now try to imagine this person sitting in front of you. Trying to picture the contours of their face, the color of their eyes. You may not be aware of where this person is in this exact moment, either geographically or in their life. And trying to take that metta, that universal goodwill that was gifted to you from someone that you deeply love, and preparing to send that to this person sitting in front of you now, picturing their presence and repeating in your mind, May you be safe and protected from all harm. May you always remember your strength, your beauty, and your resilience. May you find true peace and true happiness, healing, and belonging. And may you be liberated from all forms of suffering. And coming back to our breath one more time. Again, noticing the weight of your body, noticing your posture, the pace of your breath. And now try to think of someone that may evoke some small amount of negative emotion for you. Nothing too heavy. Perhaps something like a three or four on a scale from one to 10, 
Maybe that's a close friend that you've recently had a minor disagreement with or a coworker that you don't always get along with, or maybe even a family member with whom you have political differences. Only you know what feels like a three or a four, and only you know who you feel like you might be ready to give some metta to. Now try to picture this person sitting in front of you. And as their image comes into your mind, just notice if you feel any tension throughout your body. You don't have to do anything with that tension. There's nothing wrong with the tension. Just noticing that it's there. Noticing where you might be feeling it. Asking yourself, what does that tension feel like? Is it tightness? Is it heat? Perhaps you notice your heart beating faster. Just noticing it as you picture this being sitting in front of you. Perhaps this person may have hurt you in some way. What does it feel like to try to create space for the harm that this person may be holding on to that caused them to lash out at you and to hurt you? Perhaps this person acted out of ignorance. What does it feel like to allow for compassion of the ignorance of others? knowing that each of us have been ignorant before. Perhaps you're in conflict with this person. What does it feel like to trust that conflict is the spirit of the relationship asking itself to deepen? What does it feel like to know that each person, even the one sitting in front of you, has a story? And that if we can allow space to hear and to truly understand each person's story, that everything that we all do as human beings might begin to make some sense. Knowing that it doesn't justify harmful action, and knowing that understanding is not a replacement for accountability, But what does it feel like to give space for everyone's pain, everyone's conditioning, to everyone's story? What would it feel like to share metta with this person? To know that you wish for their healing because of a deep knowing that your liberation is bound with theirs. Perhaps you don't feel ready for it today. And if not, I invite you to continue to just breathe into the places in your body where you might be feeling that resistance. But if you do feel ready, picture this person one more time sitting in front of you, picturing the core of their essence sitting in front of you, and repeating in your mind, may you be safe and protected from all harm. May you always remember your strength, your beauty, and your resilience. May you find true peace and true happiness, healing, and belonging. May you be liberated 
from all forms of suffering. And now one last time, coming back to yourself, noticing your body again. How do you know that your body is there? What sensations lets you know that you are there? Perhaps you feel tension or maybe a releasing of tension. Perhaps it's heat, perhaps it's cold, lightness, heaviness, an itch. Perhaps you feel the fabric of your clothing touching up against your skin. Whatever it might be, it's beginning to bring awareness back to your own body and your own sensations. And as we come back to ourselves, we'll end this short practice by offering ourselves some metta. So this time, picture yourself sitting or laying wherever you may be. Just noticing in your mind, what are you wearing? How are you sitting or laying? And slowly repeating in your mind, may I be safe and protected from all harm. May I always remember my strength, my beauty, and my resilience. May I find true peace. And true happiness. Healing. And belonging. May I be liberated from all forms of suffering. And as you hear the sound of the bell using that sound to try to let those words sink all the way into your body, deeper and deeper with each passing moment, trying to release any tension that may still be lingering. Thank you for engaging in this short practice. As we imagine building a movement that directly confronts the forces of injustice while staying deeply, deeply grounded in love and dignity for all life, practices like this can be viewed almost like going to the gym. It's that the more we practice, the stronger our muscles get. And the more we lift, the more capacity we have to lift heavier weights of love and compassion. So thank you all for practicing this with us. Thank you so much for practicing with us, everybody. And thank you to Kazu Haga for offering us that metta meditation. If you're looking for other practices to experiment with either alone or in a group, you can find a whole library of more than 50 practices offered by social justice leaders in our catalog at irresistible.org slash podcast. 
You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram at irresistible underscore movements, and Twitter at Hey Irresistible. And you can find more information about Kazu's book called Healing Resistance, A Radically Different Response to Harm, and how you can join our book club to read it in community at irresistible.org slash book club. Thank you so much to Zach Meyer at The Coal Room for audio production and Allison Thompson for your work on digital and social media. Irresistible Podcast is supported by Calliopeia Foundation, dedicated to reconnecting ecology, culture, and spirituality. Learn more at calliopeia.org. Keep practicing, everybody. Keep taking care of yourself, and we'll hear you soon. Bye.